Hi, welcome to the Flow of Life podcast. I am Elena Carrizosa. I would like to dedicate this episode to my amazing and wise dear friend Rory McCullough, because thanks to you, all of this was possible. In this episode, I'll explain how I've received more than what I asked for. Recently, I was reminded of how important it is to do this one thing when we ask for something. Although there are other elements at play where we want to manifest new things, today I'm going to talk about just this one thing that is perhaps the simpler one to put into practice and one that for me connects better with the idea of receiving more from what you've asked for. So before I tell you what it is, suspense, <laughs> I'll start by asking you two questions so you can do this with me and also notice how your brain reacts when you answer this question and also kind of as a small exercise to practice more awareness on your thoughts and connection to your body. So the first question is, think of something that you want to have that is not that easy to get can be a situation, at someone, a new job, better salary, more confidence, a new home, career. No one is listening to your thoughts, so go wild and ask, what is it that you really, really want right now? Pause the podcast if you need to before carrying on. The second question is, as you thought about that thing you want, how did your mind react? Did it say something to you? How did it felt in your body? Did your thought or felt like, yeah, I trust this will come? Or did you thought or felt like, no way, how will I possibly make this happen? So for these second questions, we'll come back to discuss this reaction later in the episode. For now, make a note of how your brain reacted and remember what you heard in your mind. Regarding your answer for the first question of what you want... I'll share with you the one thing you can do to make this happen plus more. Whenever you think on getting what you want, let go of the how is going to happen. That's it. <laughs> the one thing to do is to let go of the how. You take care of the what, what is it that you want, but let go of the how. This means no planning with rigid details and demanding expectations of how you think it should happen or why you believe is not possible to happen as well. It means letting go of absolute control. Some control, but not absolute control. In some areas, I'm still working on this. So to make it easy, all you need to do is to focus on the outcome that you want. You can think of the first steps you want to take to move forward. Perhaps make a plan, but make it loose allowing it to change and surprise you, and then let your boat reveal the pathway to you as it sails through the river. So if you want a better salary or a better job or life with better conditions and your brain tells you how impossible that is, stop. Make it stop. Your brain is misleading you. It's afraid of change, first of all, because it's trying to solve the situation from a limited source of information. Therefore, because your brain doesn't see how it could happen, then by default it will convince you that it's impossible. Do you see why it's important to detach from the how? Because your mind will look for solutions that are only familiar to you. 
And this becomes a very narrow and restrictive vision, full of control and stress, not allowing you to have more abundance. But now you know that you have multiple possibilities and multiple ways available to get what you want. So basically, in order to let go of the how, you also need to start believing in the impossible. I was just watching an Abraham Hicks video, and it said something quite interesting. It said, you humans are living nowhere near the extraordinary life that you could have if you could just relax and let it in. So will you allow your brain to be more flexible towards accepting different possibilities that are outside of your perception, outside of your norm, and also outside of what people around you are advising you to do on what is possible and what is not? This year, I was able to consciously put into practice this concept and the result was way bigger than I could have expected. And I must add that applying this concept didn't mean that every day I was feeling cool, clear and collected. Not at all. I also had my moments of overwhelm and some doubt. But even with those moments, this concept worked out. So don't put too much pressure on yourself that the process has to be perfect or it won't work. No. What matters is that you are very clear on what you want, and I'll come back to this later, and try as much as possible to at least spend most of your time in a state where you trust you will be guided and that whatever comes to you, it will happen for your highest benefit in whatever way. So do your best to bring yourself back up from those days you are feeling low and in doubt. Be mindful as well that by letting go of the how, this does not mean sitting still and doing nothing about it. So I'll share a recent story so you have a better idea of what I mean by letting go of the how, but still take action. Here is what my challenging situation was. Last year in early December, after living in the same flat for nine years, by the way, flat in the UK means an apartment. My flatmate announced she was leaving the flat, so I took the opportunity to leave as well. I wanted a change for a while, and I used to say to myself that I didn't have enough money to do it, so I was planning to do it actually later this year. Well, the joke was on me, because a year before when I wanted to do this, I definitely had more money than I have now. So, typical. And this is exactly also what I explained in my previous episode. When we get stuck in a bridge and we are not moving forward, the universe will nudge you to take action. And if you don't follow the nudge, it will just push you into the river and just say, swim, <laughs> like it did for me. The universe didn't care if I had the money or not, or if my circumstances were perfect to do it. It just pushed me in and said, swim. Well, Anyway, luckily the landlord agreed for me to stay throughout January so I could have more time to look for a new place and pack my many boxes, which was not an easy thing to do because I have a lot of stuff, both personal and from my fashion studio. Plus I have around like 20 plants that are like my family and I didn't want to let go of So as I started looking for flats, reality hit me hard in the face. Actually, pretty hard. <laughs> my budget was nowhere near what the market was asking for. And all I could find were places to share with four to five people and a tiny room. No way. 
And for those that have lived in London, know how expensive it is to live here and how difficult it is to find something spacious in a clean, bright, a nice state that is also affordable. I was constantly saying, I don't know how it's going to happen, but I need a miracle. And this is how the letting go of the how worked for me. Regardless of that reality shock I had, I was also spending time looking for tiny studios to live by myself. Even if realistically I couldn't afford it, I didn't care. And aside from my friend Rory, I didn't tell anybody else I was doing that. Or they would have said to me, are you crazy? You're wasting your time looking for a studio you can't afford. I just kept searching for these tiny studios and imagine myself living in them. I was also focusing my attention of the many reasons why living by myself was so important for me and that helped. So in a way, I had clarity in what I wanted. I did not spend much time how it will happen. I just took whatever action I could moment to moment. So as I mentioned before, that letting go of the how is not about crossing your arms and waiting for things to magically land in your lap. I'll share more on this. So coming back to the story, at the start, I made a list of what were my priorities for the flat to have, keeping in mind to be flexible that I might have to sacrifice some of them and being okay with that, no resistance, just pure desire to have them if possible. Then I spent a lot of time searching for flats, so I was in a way taking action, moving, talking to people, sharing in social media. And on those days where my brain went into negative thinking, I also took action. I will make a pause and do something different to change my mood. Sometimes met with friends, had a laugh to forget the whole moving thing, to bring my energy back up so I could carry on looking for flats in a more positive state of mind, as I knew this will have a huge impact on this process. So by mid-January, with only two weeks away to having to move out, I was contacted by a couple of friends I had met a few years ago, but that I hadn't spoken to them in a while as COVID happened and they were both also busy starting a family together. So they, what I now call my saviors, (laughs) saw my ad in Facebook that I was looking for a flat and they offered me to share theirs. Big surprise when their flat had all of the most important requirements from my initial list. And it had even more things that I thought were impossible to have. The biggest one that seemed more impossible of all was to have the chance to have my own space. Well, it turned out to be that my friends were going to be spending more time abroad, so I am going to have the flat for myself most of the time. And this was a huge surprise because with my budget, this was unthinkable. You see, if I would have gone into control and panic, I would have perhaps rented the first thing that came to me just to have a quick fix, a quick feeling of safety and to avoid being in discomfort for a while. If I would have done that, I would have missed this opportunity and I wouldn't have allowed the universe to give me what I thought was impossible. So another tip to better deal with challenging situations is to see them as an adventure and feel as much as possible excited about the new experience without judging it negatively or going into victim mindset of why is this happening to me. 
the fact that I saw my moving home as an adventure, it really helped me to be grounded most days throughout this process. A lot of the things that we go through, they're meant to happen for a reason. So embracing it as a new experience, as part of the path, it really helps things. Additionally, by swapping stress with excitement, you realize how you feel less the need to control things. If you're in constant fear of the process, it will be very hard to let go of the how and receive more. And of course, it's more likely for you to make mistakes because the fear clouds your judgment in decision-making and it will activate your need to control everything, not allowing you to see new ways and how the universe is guiding you towards bigger outcomes. So if you want to try this concept out of manifesting more for you, I would like to go a bit deeper into the part I mentioned before about knowing what you want with clarity. When you go deep and figure out what you really want at an emotional level, once this is clear, the power to manifest is greater. Coming back now to your second answer on how did your body react when you thought about what you wanted and what is it that your mind said to you, regardless whether your mind thought it was possible or not, on both situations it's important to let go of the how. However, if your thought was about how impossible it was for that wish or desire to happen, this is the moment for you to go deeper and ask the following questions. Ask yourself, why do I want this? And what is it that I want to experience once I have this? The thing that we want at the deeper level is going to be connected more to an emotion you want to experience, to an emotional state you want to find yourself in. And I'll give you an example. When I started coaching, one of my first pro bono clients asked me to help him become wealthy. And I said, sure, let's do it. When I asked him the reason why he wanted this money, his answer was quick. He said, I want to help people with this money. I said, okay. And after going deeper and asking why it was so important for him to help people, we soon discovered that what he really wanted was to experience feeling respected, loved, and valued by others. And he was convinced that money was the only means by which he could experience this, and that other people were the only providers for this too. And then something interesting happened when I asked him if he was open to work on getting these emotional things he wanted before the wealth arrives, plus exploring other ways he could help people right away without money, he refused. Or shall I say, his ego refused. Remember, the ego wants to be right and is very unlikely to let go of control of things if we are not aware of this. When you answer the first question about what you wanted, see if you can go deeper, in case you are not already there, of course. You might realize that your focus was on the wrong place and hence your wish was not happening. And perhaps like my client, you are meant to have it, but through different means from what you had in mind. When you have clarity on that deeper desire with emotion, emotion, meaning energy in motion, here's where other elements like vibration and frequency also come into play that I'll discuss in another episode. But by starting to let go of the how, you'll allow the universe to give you that and much more. And to make this idea of letting go of the how even more complete for you, I want to share with you a profound insight shared by my dear friend Rory, to whom I dedicated this episode to. 
Because during this process, his beautiful insight was so profound for me that it helped me a lot and I'll never forget it. So on one of those days that I was overwhelmed with the house move, I needed some friend support. He shared this insight and said, sometimes a solution can already be in place even before you realize that you need it. And I'll say that one more time. And I invite you to connect it to you and to your wish. Sometimes a solution can already be in place even before you realize that you need it. He also shared this other phrase that I loved and I had to share it. Solutions will find their way to you when you need them. I thought that was beautiful too. This is what happened. In my home search, for example, Rory was actually a key element, a key solution for me to be able to have this incredible new home. The universe sent him in my path and these past days he was there for me in ways I was not expecting it and he basically saved my butt. Together with his amazing friend called Eula, who had to also be involved in this situation, sorry about that, but thank you so much Eula because this was also possible thanks to you. So if you focus on creating something big, or solving any situation only with what you know now, sometimes it will not make sense to you how to do it. Let go. Just trust. Rory's insight reminds us that there are already pieces of the puzzle moving for us that we are not aware of. And when we allow it, by letting go of the control of the how things should unfold, these pieces come into place at the right time, what we also call in divine timing. I'll close up now with this very short quote I heard recently, because when I got the yes for the floods, I kept saying to myself, I can't believe it, I can't believe it. And part of me suddenly stopped me and said, stop saying you can't believe it. Just receive it, say thank you and enjoy it. And that's what I'm doing right now. So the following quote connects to manifesting what you want. And it says, to believe is to receive. Thank you very much. Have a lovely day.